everyone, and welcome to Raw Collective Podcast. Thanks for your patience. We're on the other end here, catching up, to be real, and just just being in the moment. And uh, so here we are. We're here sitting at Take a Hike Market in beautiful Canmore and looking out at the mountains. It's an awesome place. They have lots of meat and cheese and lots of goodness here. What else do they offer here? They have pizza. Recently, I saw um, delicious food. I remember coming here for a networking event and the, the board that they created all the meats and cheese was just like delicious. So come and check it out. I know they have really good chicken wings. I remember trying them. They are huge. Um, so come down here and check it out. It is just kind of at the base of Solera Resort. It is, I should say, and spa. So come down here and check them out. They're super awesome people. So today we're here and we're chatting about, riffing about um, Beyond the Bow Valley. And Christy, do you want to take this off? Yeah, so we started talking about this because I missed last month. It was like our one year anniversary. It was International Women's Day and you were spending um, time talking about International Women's Day and what's going on. And so I listened to the episode while I was in Uganda and then I just listened to it again. And I was just writing down all the things that I wanted to talk about because what I find really interesting is International Women's Day in Uganda is a holiday. Everybody's off work. And Whoa. we're not here. Yeah, it's, it's just a day and like nobody really, I mean, you see some social media posts, like there tends to be a lot of women mm -hmm. mentioning who inspires them, that kind of thing. But there, every person was off of work. Wow. And I happen, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And I happened to be, there was a um, digital story screening there. That's why I was in Uganda. It had to do with digital storytelling. But there was a digital story screening happening for a group of different university students on International Women's Day. It was all debate teams from these different universities. And while they were like waiting to start the digital story screening and after the debate, they brought up the question of like women's rights and had these like bunch of debating students mm -hmm. start just like calling out answers and it was so interesting to be in Uganda and there's a lot of differences here with gender equality compared to there and the guys in the audience were like nope I think it's gone too far there's there's they have more than equal rights now and then the next conversation would be, well, do you think that women should have to bow to their husbands? And it was like related to a particular group of people in Uganda, just like the differences, like a conversation I wouldn't have, like bowing to your husband is not a thing I even think about, but that was literally one of the points that they were making. And then that was kind of going back and forth. So it was really interesting. As we know, in university, I remember getting super heated about very, like, mm. any topic really you get heated about, and I'm sure <laughs> teams are, like, just that much farther, but I had a really hard time listening and holding my tongue. It's not my place. Yeah. And I was with, uh, like, I was with some women, but I was with men, Mike Wang from Calgary, and, and I was trying to explain to him why this was so hard to listen to a conversation like this. And I, I couldn't, I was having difficulty explaining why this matters to me so much. And I find the same conversation comes up with Harrison and I sometimes just, why do you have to make it about women? I'm not, but I don't know. I just, yeah. I feel like we still have to talk about it. And uh, I, yeah, I got what you're saying. 
it's like it's hard to put your finger on like what it is and why it is important but you know why and you feel it yeah but like to vocalize that to somebody who may not see the same approach right now yeah it's challenging i don't know it just you got it was amazing there were mm -hmm. so many wonderful things i lived there 17 years ago it was easy to slip back into some of what was happening but it was also surprising maybe surprising is not the right word but it was difficult to go back and realize things haven't changed all that much okay um the stories that were being told were about like women getting to go to school mm -hmm. and like they still say things like girl child education and like what isn't it just education, education? Yeah. and so it did feel like slipping back yeah. um and it was that part was hard like yeah to realize the gender inequality that's yeah. there but then people saying no this is like we shouldn't be having this conversation anymore what yes it's really perplexing. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, so beyond the Bow Valley, when Sarah was like, what, what should we talk about this time? I just, I think that celebration of what we do have in Canada is really important because coming back, I, you just see things with a new eyes a little yeah. bit, right? And what we have here in the Bow Valley and the number of women that I work with in different spaces that are talking about what we do in business and how we support each other. And I think that it was also, just reminded me that I need to open my eyes to what's going on in other places, but also people that are working to celebrate and to mm -hmm. move things forward. So there's a nonprofit called Cameras for Girls. It's a Canadian nonprofit that gets cameras and photojournalism training into the hands of girls in Uganda. And so like, okay, there's a lot of things I can't do anything about, yeah. but that's something I can do something about, and right? Support like, that effort. Yeah, mission. support yeah. what somebody else yeah. is doing to kind of move, move that forward. Something's coming up for me here too. It's like, I mean, you can disagree with me, but it's like when you were there and you wanted to have that, that voice, that right, that your powerful voice that you have, but maybe it was okay in that moment not to have it yeah. because what you're doing, you're bringing something back here that, and I think that maybe going back there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like we got more funding to oh, continue amazing. the program. So, so maybe there's something yeah. where it's like, you're kind of like marinating in what it is and something bigger is going to come out. Yeah for you and for other women. Yeah, yeah. you're like well, in that planting phase. You know? Yeah, yeah, and I think that, I think all of us like have strong opinions. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's not yeah. where like, that's not my place to be talking about it. Mm -hmm. I can talk to people, but I am not the voice that needs to be heard from. And so how do you make sure that the people um, who are in, like I was there for two weeks and I left. Yeah, I'm not that person, but I don't, I think digital storytelling is one of the ways that you give people voices and help them to figure out a way to tell a story. And it was really neat to be there and see how they do it differently. Where like in some of the places where they're sharing digital stories, it's a village with no electricity. Yeah. So then how do you like take a digital story and now they've done it so that it's scripts on radio and like share it in different ways. And a mm -hmm. lot of the digital stories they're doing are about like rural healthcare and like, um, Yep, like youth mental health type yeah. idea. So you like you can see all these things starting to happen and yeah. just like how do you fan that? So that's conversations that are happening as well. I'm yeah. curious to know, like when you started up the conversation you were talking about that actually things shut down for international stuff. Yeah. Like so where did that come about? You know, it kind of was interesting. Like even when I was there 17 years ago, you'd, I'd show up. I was teaching. I would show up at school, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, it's a holiday today." And you're like, "What? How does everybody know?" Yeah, no one else came. <laughs> and so I wonder, like, what is it that made oh International Women's Day is the one that we're going to take off? And like, yeah, 
and make it a public holiday for everybody. Yeah. And there was quite a few events going on. People were dressed to the nines. Like, um, wow. so there was a, there was obviously a lot going on. So like, how do we bring but that into why. like the rest of the world? Like if there's one part mm -hmm. of the world that has a holiday for that, Canada, <laughs> we should have a holiday too on the International Women's Day, shut her down, celebrate it in different ways. You know? I think I that's know. like where the movement's probably trying to go towards, like in terms of like having, it's a celebration for all women across the world at once, which that would help with obviously. Um, but what, something interesting you brought up about, you know, sharing like your digital stories can be the thing that helps people and if they can translate it or, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite authors that I've shared with you girls before, um, Kara Allwill, she wrote um, Girl Code and uh, the other ones, I can't remember, all, I've read so many of her books, but Girl Code specifically was a book that was really about women supporting each other through businesses not seeing each other's competition like really trying to take those steps forward together mm -hmm. and you know knowing that you have a place in the world just because someone else is doing something similar to you you still have a place there's room for you and her book she like it, it went really it was really successful in um north america and it was self-published however all of a sudden it started to pick up because it was on amazon it picked up in other countries all around the world and she started to get language deals like to have them translated yeah both audio and uh, physical books and there were women writing from writing to her from around the world like in places like Iran and like the Middle East and you know different countries that wouldn't normally have access to this kind of thing yeah um telling her how much her book and her words have changed their lives and their perspective and what they can do and can accomplish so it's something like that where you might not feel you have the thing in the moment in the place there yeah. Yeah. now your work is so meaningful that it's going to continue to have that ripple effect right and it's going to reach people that are outside of the Bow valley and beyond mm -hmm. well it's interesting too because that team has been doing digital storytelling longer than i have like this is the original project that common language started with and so uh, they are university professors in gender studies creating these stories and working on next steps and and it's it, it was really neat to see because while we were there we were filming a documentary and it is a female storyteller who is like grown up in poverty, successful, yeah. and like, and kind of that story. And so they went from all the stages of creating the story through, and they actually screened it for a group of university students. And the conversation after, which is probably my favorite part, when there's like a screening and there's a conversation after, was just how many women in that group of people stood up and talked about like, that's a story that I can relate to and here's why. And being able to say like, not every, negative experience but like hope in that journey and like seeing that you're not the only person going through it is always kind of that piece that i come back to so yeah it was neat i think that that's interesting too like the piece of like people will see something in your stories like whatever the stories are whoever's telling them yeah there's going to be those commonalities that relate people and make them feel a less alone be supported and see that they have that possibility and potential to move forward in whatever they're struggling with or whatever they're experiencing right and I think that comes down to all three of us and the way we communicate and, you know, share with our own communities respectively. That's the whole point, right? That's well, and every of part of this podcast yeah. and the other podcast Sarah does. Yeah. Because like just hearing people's voices and those different perspectives yeah. is really key to that. Absolutely. And that's, I feel like just by hearing those other voices and those stories is how you connect with other people. Right? Yeah. And, you know, just like, I'm not going to go into detail with the conversation we we're having earlier, but it's like just with Andrea and like connecting with, there's something about, we were talking about that 
there was that instant connection, right? Or, or commonality. Yeah, the commonality of what it was. And it's, uh, yeah, having the courage to share that story. Mm -hmm. Too. And yeah. also knowing you don't have to share that story. Exactly. Yeah. Being with <laughs> yeah. the people that you want to share a story with. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be the same people all, yeah. all of the time. Absolutely. I think making choices about who you talk to about different things mm -hmm. is your own boundaries. 100%. And I also I think I made a post today on Instagram for the first time in a while, and it was about like a metaphor about seasons and how we have seasons in our life. And people talk about winter as being a tough season, right? Like you're yeah. going through it in winter. And obviously, there's a lot of like, nature reasons, but actually personally. So I was saying that like for the last year and a half, I felt like I've been in perpetual, like long winter, a little bit of spring. So you feel that like movement forward and then you kind of get pulled back into yeah. winter back and forth. Yeah. And so I was able to share how I was feeling without sharing anything about what was actually going on. Like didn't share a single personal detail, just that I felt like I was in that season and I finally feel like I'm in a place where I'm gonna experience all the seasons again. Yeah. Now have that like momentum forward. And the amount of DMs I received of people saying like, thank you for sharing that. Or like, I resonated with that, even though like there was no actual context to the story, mm -hmm. yep. it was just sharing like the more of like the peripheral yeah. concept, well, right? And that's part of like any listening to a podcast, mm -hmm. watching a digital story, seeing some of those social media posts, people are thinking about themselves and where they're at. Yeah. And so when it is a little more broad, mm -hmm. then people can see themselves in yes. that similar scenario, right? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, I keep thinking about you guys at the end talked about where do you want to be next year. So I'm gonna oh, yeah, come you back there. to it. But I also <laughs> wanted to um, touch on the Canadian Women's Foundation because I mentioned like something that I think of beyond the Bow Valley with like cameras for girls. But I wanted to mention these guys because they it's like who I turn to to see what they're doing in nonprofits across Canada. Yeah. And so if you're looking for an organization that supports women in many different ways, whether it's women run or whether it's supporting women to get out of domestic abuse or whatever, mm -hmm. go check out the Canadian Women's Foundation because they supply grants to lots of other organizations throughout oh, Alberta, cool. but also each different province. So it might yeah. be national organizations or it might be like Alberta specific Local. or somewhere else. Um, and I've just, I've learned a lot just from keeping an eye on what they're doing. So yeah. that's one that I, I just wanted to bring up because yeah. yeah. I don't know where I will be a year from now, but I also have that feeling of, I don't know, it, it does feel like things are changing right now. Yeah. And sometimes that can be super overwhelming. I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't know what to expect though. Yeah. Are you open to whatever comes? I think so. Yeah. Like within reason. Yeah. <laughs> and you got you in that process? You know? I think so. Yeah. 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 What about you, Sarah? I'm definitely like, I'm open to change. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like this, <laughs> there's a change coming. Um, but I feel like I'm in a good place of where I want to be. It's just, uh, bringing myself in a little bit. Um, but it's, it's also just allowing myself right now to, and I think this goes for a lot of humans out in the world right now. A lot of women is, um, just to be gentle with yourself because there is a lot of healing that's helping right now out there. And I know there's a lot, I'm going to say a lot, but I feel it around me. There's a lot of people going through loss right now. And I, I feel like right now I can so openly say it's something that I'm going through and it's like, it's uh, allowing myself to feel those emotions and not rushing through it, mm -hmm. even though it's hard. Yeah. So I think that's a shift in like a season right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's coming full circle. It's actually yeah. a full circle right now. And it's like, okay, 
I'm allowing myself to be in this moment and I, maybe I feel like shit, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just celebrating that person too. Yeah. So. And not forcing yourself through it without those steps along the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> so where do you want to be in one year? Well, I'm going to be in a different country. <laughs> I was hoping you were talking about that. <laughs> so I am moving. Um, my husband got transferred for work. So we're heading back to the U.S. And I say that we're not American, but we've lived in the U.S. prior to here. So kind of Canada, U.S., Canada, U.S., back and forth. Um, and we're moving to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I will be leaving the Bow Valley in the next couple months. And I'm sure I'll come back and visit at some point because I love this area. But yeah, it's time for a new chapter. A lot of change. A lot of things happening. And I feel like that's a, a good reminder too, is that I need to like hold myself during this process because there's just so many things up in the air and, you yeah. know, finding my new community and being able to connect with people and, you know, kind of finding that space for myself in a city that we're moving to, not for me, right? Like, yeah, I have to support my husband and I'm fully happy to do it. I just have to figure out what's that balance for me where I get that interaction with people. I'm very much a people person. So to be just like working from home and not out into the world where I know people is a little challenging, but I've done it before and yeah, change can be scary, but it's, it's also exciting too. Sometimes that fear you feel is actually excitement. Yeah. Well, we were talking about this as well and in yeah. other aspects of our life and just that idea that change can be good too. Yeah. Like it kind of can like change things up and, and though you can be worried about it and nervous or scared, there's also like that excitement that comes into it. And, yeah. and what does that look like? And maybe making a change that you've avoided like I feel like there's mm -hmm. sometimes you get stuck in things because yeah. of where you are and this might just be like a whole new thing yes I agree I well feel it's like definitely a whole new thing, whole new thing yeah <laughs> I also feel like what's interesting with this move is that like when we moved here it was during the pandemic like it was like December 2020 so we knew that it was a temporary move for his career we knew that we wouldn't be here long. It was kind of a matter of time. Yeah. I didn't know if it was only one year, two year, three years. So it's kind of felt like we've been in a little bit of limbo for the last year, two years, two and a half almost. And this move will be a bit more permanent for like a longer stretch of time, even though we will keep moving again. So we just like that. We'll end up in Europe one day, hopefully. I like it's <laughs> putting it out there. Manifesting Paris, you know. <laughs> I love it. Um, but in the process, it's kind of nice because like you said, it's, it's changed. We haven't been really like allowing ourselves to settle. Yeah. Like settle in, not settle yeah. for life, but settle in. So it's giving us an opportunity to settle in there. Like we're buying a house in this new city where, you know, we're going to have property. It's going to be just a different experience. And as much as that can come with its own whole bucket of things, like home inspections and things I've never dealt with before, <laughs> it's been, it's, it, it'll be a nice opportunity to change the way we do things in our lives. Yeah. What do you think, Sarah? Where, where are you a year from now? A year from now, I would like to see myself, um, all these communities that I'm building right now, I want to see it. I'm not building them anymore. I want to see them thriving. Yeah. Um, where I'm not in in all aspects, in, in like an aspect of like with the chamber, right? Mm -hmm. I want to see like, it's building communities there. I'm building communities in Sarah Freeman coaching. Um, and I love doing it but I want to see it where I don't even have to push it. It's just naturally just evolving, yeah. evolving, you know, um, and adventure. Mm -hmm. Adventure in my life. I want some I feel travel. like you need a big trip. I, I feel like it's time. <laughs> I really need, like, just with my husband, like, a soul, like, mm, yeah. good food and just a good adventure.
Well, and I wonder if it's also a trip just for you. The husband trip as well. Yeah. But like one of the trips that I was on mm -hmm. was Guatemala and it was literally because I don't pick up my camera and I wanted to spend some more time on photography. So mm -hmm. I, instead of going to a conference, I went on a retreat and like, maybe there's a podcasting retreat. Like mm -hmm. just talking about something that you enjoy doing yeah, yeah. that's not necessarily your job, but like yeah. feeds into all of those things, right? Yeah. No, I could see you heading down to like Tulum or Costa Rica or something and going into like some sort of healing retreat where you have time for that, the time for yourself. Yeah, maybe it has nothing Surfing, to do with podcasting you know? at all. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of water in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Yeah. Christy. A year from now, I uh, would like to be doing more speaking gigs in mm -hmm. the Bow Valley. That is. Um, I really enjoy talking about digital storytelling and how organizations or individuals can use it, but um, the travel part has been complicated. Mm -hmm. And when you've got young kids and it's not just you and we're juggling schedules, that um, has made it a bit harder. But I think there's so many opportunities like right where we are, where there's conferences coming here all the time. Yeah. And how do you, maybe you guys have the answer to this, maybe this will be my like next year project, but how do you get on with let's say the BAMF Center or BAMF Springs mm -hmm. and like as like hey local content if one of your speakers can't make it um I live close by or you need a slot to fill that's not very specific to what that content of the conference is yeah like having that kind of thing so that's that's my like Maybe it's my summer project to figure that out a little bit more. Yeah. But I know there's other people that are interested in doing things like that. There's, right? Mm -hmm. And so finding, to some degree, like a new community of people that want to do that. It's not the only thing I want to do, but it yeah. is like something that keeps coming up for me. Yeah. yeah. So I can definitely help you on the <laughs> hotel side of things and conferences. That was what I used to do. So I'll, I'll fill you in. Well, I just needed to say it right here. <laughs> yeah, that's manifesting it, right? And I yeah. have a conference that just came through actually today that I'll share with you. Oh, so exciting. it might align with you as well. So, yeah. So yeah, just I think that's a big part of it though. Like saying it out loud, saying it to people that you trust, that you work well with, and our three brains are always going to be better than the one brain. And yeah. cheering people on mm -hmm. side of things is really important as well. So yeah. um regardless of you moving away, I am looking forward to our conversations mm -hmm. continuing and have to do it at a different time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a different time, virtually with wine, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I have oh, just a question fun. like that's coming up. So to do with like communities and, and uh, beyond the Bow Valley, like within your business or your employer, like what is, what, what are you, what do you offer to the world? Like, what do you, do you want more of being beyond the Bow Valley? Do you want to leave? I know you can answer, <laughs> Andrew, but it's, it's like, is there more to your business that's, it's not actually just in the Bow Valley? I'm going to stop talking now. I think you guys do. Yeah, I feel like it's interesting because my coaching business, as much as I've had clients in the Bow Valley, it's never been Bow Valley focused. Like, I, you know, it's very much online and virtual and I can work with anybody anywhere. Um, and my marketing agency is not based here at all. We don't have any clients or anything here. So I kind of have always kind of been like one foot in the Bow Valley, one foot not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, you know, looking forward to kind of re 
kind of reshaping the coaching side of things when I do relocate and kind of creating a bit more in-person connection like I did when I first got here because I felt like that was really awesome and to be able to do like workshops in person and that kind of thing I'd like to see more of that um and then obviously being able to share the back digitally I will for sure but I yeah I just think it's um I feel a big shift coming regardless yes whether or not I was moving it probably happened you know yeah thanks for sharing Andrea well, and I think like, yeah, going back in person more. Like, yeah. so I just said like, yeah, going beyond the Bow Valley is great. And like, there's digital storytellers in BC and Ontario and Guatemala and Uganda. Mm -hmm. And there's like this large community, but I also want to be just here on yeah. some of those things and like bring it to one place. I don't know. Yeah. It's also interesting too, because this is a very unique place in the world. Yeah, we have very, to say it. It is absolutely. a very unique. If you go to any other country and they mention Canada, they know this area. They don't know the capital. They don't know like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. they know. The, I wouldn't. They would call let's it call it Valley, but they call it. Let's call it Banff. Banff. Yeah, <laughs> they know Banff. Um, and I think that's an interesting thing too, because I feel like there'd be opportunity. You know, when you go to a retreat, you usually escape to a place that's yeah. not your normal routine. It's out of your normal comfort zone. It's something inspiring, a place that fulfills like that kind of inspiration. I just see people coming here to create their digital stories yeah. and whether they're filmed Absolutely. with the background of the Rockies, but it's about something else. That's fine. It captivates people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's why. I chose yeah. to go to Guatemala for a retreat because I've never been there. And yeah. I want to try something different. Yeah. My, yeah. No, absolutely. I feel like in my business, I, I do want some of it. And it is going beyond the Bow Valley. Like if you look at my podcasting, I think that's the area mm -hmm. is like with raw podcasts, that one specifically, like with a guest coming in, like I have a woman coming in on Friday that I'm recording. She's from Chile. Right. Oh, so cool that is something yeah. where it's international and I've always wanted to have that part of my podcast inside of the collective be like mm -hmm. worldwide right yeah. voices not just not only like the Bow Valley yeah this collective one is here yeah um not that we can have conversations beyond mm -hmm. <laughs> the Bow Valley but I feel like that that's where I would like to, my voice to be is like, and even in the podcast coaching, like to someone starting out like that, it does not need to be somebody who lives here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Does your podcast, like for raw podcasts, do you have an application or is it by invite? Like you find the people that I you find want? the people. Okay. Would yeah. you ever have the applications for them? Like a select? I, I would. Yeah, okay. definitely would. And I've had people, it just hasn't been the right fit. Okay. Right. Or I just, my spidey senses have been like, yeah, you know your audience, that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And trying to push something that isn't the right fit, yes, it's just it's, it's hard. Yeah, on everybody involved. Yeah. Well, totally, <laughs> totally. So do we feel complete today? I, I do. Yeah, but mostly because I'm just happy to see you guys. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I was like that was, and especially because we did the last two very close together. It's been a while since even we saw it. It's like Sarah and I saw each other. Okay, and I was like, I feel like the three of us need to catch up, yeah. regardless of if it's recorded or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you everybody for listening to Raw Collective Podcast. We'll be back on here in June and then we'll take a pause. Through, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh my God. What month are we on? <laughs> Thanks, Andrea. You're welcome. We are in April right now. Um, we'll be back in May and most likely in June and then we'll be taking a pause throughout the summer. Um, so thank you, uh, Take a Hype Market, for hosting us here and we will catch you next time, on, next time around. Have a beautiful day.